Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, my name is Mark Machado and I'm an old priorin and the school have asked me to get in touch with other old priorins who are successes and and have achieved a lot in their chosen career paths. Um, today I am joined by someone who is very intelligent and a massive success in, in her chosen field. Faria, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what you do? Um, yeah, I don't know if I would say I'm a massive success, but thank you nonetheless. Um, so I work as a doctor. Let's go back to to the moment you left the school when you were eighteen. What did you go on to do from from at that moment? Where did you go? Um, so when I left the school, I went into medical school. So I went to Bart's in the London, which is half in central London, half in East London, um, and then I got my qualifications after five years there. After which I did two years of working just as a junior doctor, um, foundation training, which is what everyone has to do. So that's just basically getting the ropes of being a doctor. Um, After which I then uh, decided I was going to move to America um, and I moved to Chicago, Illinois, uh, which is really cold in the winter, really cold. Um, And then I work for a not-for-profit organization in public health, which then led me to doing my master's in public health. Um, and then I got a bit homesick, so I came back. I did my GP training in uh, Windsor, and then after that, now I'm started my psychiatry training at Charing Cross. Wow! Um, right. So when um, does right? Let, let's kind of you know get get into this a little bit. So when you were, uh, what made you pick that particular medical school? Um, it was the only one that offered me a place. Okay. So what what A levels did you do to get in? So there? I did. Chemistry, biology, and English literature. Uh, 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 do you do you still have to do chemistry and biology to get into medical school now, or is that have they changed um, that bit? You you definitely need chemistry, and then you need one other, either biology or maths. Okay, is there if you haven't done chemistry, is there a way to get into you know? Could you do another degree or something like that to get into? Um, medical yeah, school? I'm sure if you did another degree, that'd be fine. It'd just be a bit longer. And I think if you were passionate about doing medicine and you didn't have chemistry A-level, if you emailed the admissions tutors, they could have like a one-to-one chat with you and see what your options are. Okay. Um, Did you always know you wanted to be a doctor? Um, Definitely not. Yeah. When did you make that decision that you wanted to become a doctor then? Um, It was quite late in the day, actually. I was in lower sixth and I thought, um, I went to an open day at Imperial and I thought, oh, I quite like um, the way that other people are and medicine attracts, I think, empathetic people. Oh, it'd be really nice. On a day, you, you, you know, you thought about empathy there. On a, on a day-to-day as a doctor, how much empathy do you need? How difficult is your job, especially now 
uh, at this time when we're dealing with a global pandemic? I think it really varies. I think what I realised that I didn't know then is I medicine also attracts a lot of sociopaths and narcissists too. Um, so on a day to day, it really depends. I mean, during a global pandemic, it is exceptionally sad, and some of my colleagues are really working way beyond um, their capacity and their capabilities, and they're doing the best they can. Um, and it, and it really, and you know, and I really want to say that it's really tough the stuff that they do. I mean, I think I'm luckier and more protected in mental health so far. Okay. Um, what you, you you talk there about you know going into mental health? What made you want to go into that particular field? I think the human mind's always really interested in me, and going through my career, unfortunately, the patients that really um, really liked me or really gelled with me were the ones that were mentally unwell. So they kind of picked me. Oh, okay. So yeah, it came to you. So is that something you you hope to become? A, you know, ultimately become a consultant in down the line yeah so when i finish this training i hopefully become a consultant psychiatrist oh brilliant how long does the training take because i know it takes quite a while to be a consultant right yeah it'll take me another six years okay uh, so when you finish your medical degree you talked about having to do is it fy1 and fy2 yes where did you do that was that in london yeah so i did my f1 at Whips cross and then my f2 at newham general so both in the east Oh, okay, and then you went off to America. What what inspired that? Was that ER? Um, no, you know what? To be honest, I didn't even make the connection with ER and Chicago, uh, even though I've seen ER quite a lot of the episodes. Um, it's just it was an opportunity I got, so I got the opportunity to work there. This is great. It was a, something I thought. Well, I'm young. I'm free. Why not? And and how was that experience? Did you enjoy it? Would you you know? Would you recommend it? Definitely. I think for me personally, Chicago is too cold in the winter. I really didn't enjoy the weather. I was there uh, for about six months from January to June. And just as I was leaving, um, everyone else comes to Chicago because they've got the most beautiful summers. Uh, but work-wise, I think working in the American healthcare systems has a lot of challenges because they do like an insurance pay premium, whereas here we've got the national health, which is amazing. You know, it's free. Um, there it's not free unfortunately and I think dealing with patients who are really sick but can't afford healthcare is really hard wow yeah that as a doctor that must be pretty tough right you must be put into really awkward positions that especially you know someone who's grown up in the NHS doesn't really have to comprehend right yeah completely and you know something like cancer can bankrupt you in America and for me I just can't fathom that it, it and being there being in a hospital being in that environment I just didn't feel I could actually tell somebody I'm really sorry you don't have the correct insurance we just can't treat you any further wow that's that's tough isn't it because mm. um you came back trained as a GP what made you want to become a GP um, I think because I've done so many other um, experiences, GP was seems like a, quite a natural um, place to go because I can amalgamate all my other um, experiences into one. But once I was doing GP, I realised actually I quite enjoy mental health. You, you've also worked around the country. Tell, tell me what that was like. Um, it was really interesting, actually. So I worked as a locum and I did... Um, different specialties, so general medicine, surgery, and then trauma and orthopedic surgery. Um, and actually, you really get to gauge how different hospitals work, and there's some really good functioning hospitals, and there's some not so good. And I was always really tempted to write emails and saying, you know what, these things would really help your hospital work smoother. 
Oh, and did you ever do that or? No, I don't think anyone really cares and really wants to listen. I think the problem with big, big companies and big systems are it's really hard to introduce change. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, When you're working as a locum, how long would you be in a particular hospital for? Would it be like a few days, a few weeks, a few months? Um, It really varied. So when I lived in Northern Ireland, I was there for six weeks in one hospital. And that was lovely. Um, But then sometimes I would just go back to a hospital every three weeks. Uh, Otherwise, I'd be there for like a weekend. Oh, wow. Oh, so it could literally be just a couple of days. Wow. How many many hospitals did you work at as a local? Uh, At least over 40. I went everywhere. I've been all over the country. So when when you're going somewhere, how do you find accommodation? How do you set yourself up and... Um, it really just... depends. So some of the places, if I was doing like a 10-hour shift, I would literally go at the crack of dawn and then get the last train back to London. Uh, other places, some of them, if, if I'm doing a longer time period, they come with accommodation. Yeah, so medical school, you get there, you know, 18, just a few weeks after uh, after you've left school. What, what was that like? How, how difficult a process is medical school? I think initially I just wasn't prepared because it's so different. You go from like having small classroom teaching and you're like, you know where everyone is. Suddenly you're being in a lecture hall with like 350 other people. Um, and I think it's really weird suddenly like there is no textbook. There's, there's no s- syllabus as such. You are being taught and you take your own lectures and notes and if someone and no one checks them. So you might just completely miss the whole point of a lecture. Um, so initially it was really weird and really hard but then by you know after five years you get through it you kind of like work out what what to do what about the kind of social side of university did you enjoy that um initially i mean i think i think up till like the third year i was happy i was set but after that i was like i just want to finish now you know and i think everyone around me was in the same position you just get sick of seeing the same people and you're like oh i just want to be a doctor now and then when you become a doctor, you're like, actually, I want to go back to med school. Now it makes it. <laughs> now I get it. And I think for me, I think I thought, actually, after I qualified, I'd be a great medical student. <laughs> oh, oh, really? You were like, yeah. you're a bit more chilled out now. Did, uh, academically, was medical school quite a challenge for you? Or were you clever enough to... I think because I went to Barts, and, and this is no disrespect against Barts and the London, but it's quite, it was quite a nice... Uh, pro student uh, examination and it was just a lot nicer environment than other people I've spoken to from other places so I didn't have any problems as such during medical school uh, okay well did you, have you had problems since or um I think it I think since medical school I definitely been have had more problems actually motivating myself to like finish things off and actually to do exams um I think it's never ending so but luckily, at that stage in life, I was fresh enough that um, I was able to do it. Yeah, and with, with what you're studying now, in you know, to become a consultant, how does that work? Do you have to do exams for that then, presumably? Yeah, so I've got, and which I'm dreading. So I've got three exams which I have to sit. And the thing with uh, postgraduate exams is that there are actually no study leave, so you have to do it in your own time after work, during work, study for it. Um, so it it really takes a lot of your energy and time. Wow! So you really have to be self motivated to do that, right? Because you, you know you're you're doing full days at work, right? Yeah, exactly. So then, and that's another problem, I think, and why it's so much easier to do stuff when you're in medical school because all your friends are with you doing that. Whereas now, as an adult learner, my friends have different lives. You know, some of them have like 
weddings or barbecues and I'm like oh I, I'm I'm like oh I can't turn up because I'm studying for an exam so it does seem a bit ridiculous wow um if if you could uh, normally I, I ask you know I'm gonna ask you this as well you know if you go back and talk to your 18 year old self what advice would you give yourself but knowing what you know now if you could go back uh and talk to your kind of 14 15 16 year old self yourself and your kind of mid-teens is there any advice you'd give to yourself at that point as well yeah 100 percent. be a dentist <laughs> why's that because they print money ah <laughs> uh, i see uh, um no i think to be honest with you um i think I've, I've really enjoyed my journey so far. Like I haven't always made the best choices or the best decisions, but I've had a lot of fun along the way. Yeah, that that's important, isn't it? Because money's fleeting, I always think. But, you know, um, and what about your 18-year-old self? What advice would you give yourself coming out of school if you could? Um, I think I would say make more of an effort to like um, enjoy it and not be so worried because it does work out. And, you know, and I think... I did become a doctor at the end of the day, so it's fine. You know, take more chances. Oh, really? And eat more fruit. Eat more fruit. <laughs> is that just medical advice to yourself, though? Just, you know, be No, healthy. no. It's, my diet is so atrocious. Even now when I see patients and I tell them, you know, cut salt out, don't have fatty meals. And I think, God, if they only knew what I ate. You can't be perfect, can you? It yeah. is what it is, isn't it? You've got to find your kicks where you find them. Um, also, we're, we're in this very weird moment in all our lives, which is kind of, you know, we're, we're all living in isolation in the global pandemic you're you're a key worker you're the front line your your profession's probably never been more important than it is now how has that affected what you're doing day to day at work um surprisingly it hasn't changed at all i'm actually working harder now than i had done before the pandemic started um so i'm working longer hours and i'm i'm even though i'm not on the wards now physically i'm working from home i'm still just as active because we've got um microsoft teams or we're using other electronic means so i'm actually still physically present doing the work and how many how many patients are you seeing the day at the moment um so because it's uh where i'm in 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 patients i just see my own patients i see about six or seven which is still quite a lot for mental health um but yeah so and if there's any new admissions we see them as well Oh, okay. So to to get to see to get to the point where someone can see you, do they need to be referred to by a GP and then? Yeah. So sometimes, so in an acute admission, so an inpatient mental health ward, it's either the GP turns that refers them, or it they turn up to A and E and they're really mentally unwell, or one of the other teams that are seeing them in the community, they send them into the patient uh, to the unit. Oh, okay. It's interesting to know that all those services are still ongoing, right? Because. At, at this time, you know, I, I imagine mental health cases are probably spiking, right? Because while people are stuck at home, it's, you know, it must be a tough time for a lot of people. Yeah, I think we're quite we're quite expecting the storm to hit us in mental health in the next couple of weeks because I think everyone's trying to be like calm, 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 and then it's just going to suddenly explode. Uh, but yeah, it is quite busy, and also unfortunately, because um, people who are working in the front line, who are seeing patients, they are they're being exposed to COVID-19 so they're going off sick they're getting unwell so that's also being a bit of a problem with dealing with um, this crisis is it possible that you could be redeployed into a into a ward again 
Yeah, quite possibly. It just depends on how long this goes for and how many people who are currently working get unwell. Are you, you know, mentally, are you prepared to go in and, and do it? Or is that something you'd, you'd like to, you know, prefer to stay away from? Um, well, to be honest, if they need me, I've already said that, you know, if we get short numbers, I'll just go back to work yeah. on the ward. So final final question, how are you doing in isolation? I mean, I, I don't want to say you're enjoying it, but are you, are you surviving it or? Yeah, I think I'm quite thriving. Like I've read quite a few books already. I've seen a lot of television. Like, you know, I think for me, it, it's not that bad because I can, I've got so much electronic uh, memberships to different things. So for, it's just like, just have to sit at home. And as long as you can cope and not get bored, like I've organized my, my wardrobe, I've done a lot of spring cleaning. Um, so I've been really busy anyway. Yeah. Oh, wow. Brilliant. Uh, Faria Khan, thank you for joining me today. No problem. It's a pleasure. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. 